welcome to the sanctuary a safe space to speak from the heart i'm your host israel and my guest today we've been trying to make this happen since 2018 <laughs> <laughs> tyree jordan uh coach just you know general all-round great human being thanks for coming to the sanctuary today thank you so much israel for having me and, and like oh, you said i forgot to add model and actor yeah, I mean, I wear, <laughs> I wear many hats and, and I, you know, I have worn many hats. So it's all good that you didn't get all the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, let's just, which one came first, actually? Um, I guess modeling, if you want to, you know, pick what one came first. Uh, that one kind of started around the beginning of 2018. And then I kind of push it from there. And then that kind of transitioned me into uh, wanting to work out and look fit more, which, you know, I already was doing prior, but I wasn't really doing it with a purpose. And then that kind of created me to start working on, you know, my personal development and career development to find out what it is that I want to do for work, uh, as well as like trying to build myself to be the best person I can be. And then uh, last but not least, the modeling kind of went into acting a bit, you know, we've been fortunate enough in Nova Scotia to have, you know, some, uh, film being uh going on here especially with the COVID and stuff you know with the numbers down i can't speak of it now but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so, so yeah i i would say that the modeling kind of transitioned in 2018 and then that kind of um transpired in everything else but i mean i've done so many things like i've i've tried to open up my own sushi restaurant um i've had a rap group in newfoundland uh, where i went to school um I, i've so many so many crazy things you know i've, I've worked in the hospital uh, i drove the ambulance before um, Holy shit. A, i was a financial advisor uh for two different banks for scotia bank and, and credit union atlantic and now i found my home in uh in higher education uh and i'm with nsec so uh that's like kind of my career Dude, yeah, I remember when I was, you know, when I was getting ready to do this episode, I was like, I'm going to introduce you as a renaissance man, because like you do so many things and you do it well, right? You know, because you always expect when someone is doing so many things, they'll be like, they're going to be fucking up in one of the other, but you do each one consistently well. How do you manage to achieve that? Well, firstly, I appreciate you even saying that because I, I feel like I could do better and it's we'll get more into the in the segment. But uh, I feel like I've always been a person in Israel who's had so many great ideas, but haven't been able to just capture one and hone in on that one and make sure that I do my best in that. And now as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that, you know, you can't really do everything and you not everything is for everyone. Mm -hmm. So I'm really just trying to foster in on things that are really mean a lot to me right now. And we'll get into that, um, that I can really focus on, but it, it means a lot that you say that. I mean, I do try to have that mentality that everything that I go into, I want to go into it with the best of my ability. Um, but I do realize that you can't really be in everything. Um, you know, you got to really be selective and, and really, um, you know, going to stuff that's working towards your strength, but also that's going to make you grow as a person, you know, not something that's just real easy. You know, you're going to have some type of challenges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what was it like for you growing up? Like, uh, what was your childhood like? And what things then are influencing you now or lessons you learned then are influencing you now? Um. So, um, I was born in, in Halifax. Uh, I was down actually born on Maitland Street, uh, down by the YMCA kind of. And I spent most of my time in, in the north end of Halifax in my early years. Um, and then I moved out to, um, it's called the pubs, but I moved out by that area by Halifax Shopping Center, um, basically from the time I was seven or eight until um, I was almost in high school. And then I moved out to Clayton Park uh, where I went to Halifax West. So um where has that so my my parents kind of had me when they were young my dad was um basically 19 going on 20 and my mom was 23 so um i guess you could say that it it, it it i felt like in a way that they made a lot of sacrifices for me and you know i'm almost 30 now and i have no children um so it's it's one of those things where you know i'm really trying to develop myself uh to be the best person i can be before i i settle down in that regard 
because I feel like my parents never really had the opportunity to do that, you know, and it was a blessing. Um, I have a younger sister. She is uh, 24. I had to think about it for a sec, uh, but we're very close and we, we grew up very close to, to each other. Um, you know, of course, my dad's black and my mom's white. So, you know, it makes me mix, but I would definitely d identify as being black because um, if you look at me, you're not going to be like that guy's white. So uh, which is fun. And I and I love that. Um, so. I would say, you know, I was fortunate enough to have really good grandparents on both sides, um, especially my mom's side. Uh, they helped me a lot financially, especially to go away to university. And uh, my grandfather always taught me, you know, to pay yourself first and to, to really invest and, and just be a man, you know, and, um, you know, take care of your family and, and, you know what I mean, and doing what you have to do, essentially. So I'm, I'm old school with respect to that, like the old school morals, but I'm mm -hmm. new school with respect to like, I love and accept everybody. And, you know, I don't think anybody is better than anybody else. So I, I guess you could say, like, that's a quick summarization of, of uh, who I am. Mm. You know, another thing that um, before you took all your photos down. Wait, you got to teach me, though. Is there a way to take all your photos down or do you literally have to archive or delete each one on Instagram? Yeah, so uh, that's a good question. You can archive them or you can delete them. Um, the reason why I went and did that was because I kind of, it, it's crazy because in this last two years, I've just been going through a different kind of switch. I used to be on Instagram because I, you know, I really wanted to, I don't want to be seen, but like I, I was just, it was new to me, the whole modeling and stuff. And, you know, I really wanted to be out there and I still want to do that, but I want to do it the right way. So the reason I deleted all my photos because I kind of wanted to reinvent myself almost and come back you know, not as a different person. I'm still Ty, I'm still Tyree. I'm still the same person, all things in time. But essentially, I just wanted to come with better material and just come once in a while. I feel like when you're, you know, you're not there as much, people tend to miss you. Whereas if you're there all the time, it's like, you know, oh, this guy again. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> I, but the, it's this thing. I just, I'm so comfortable. Um, it's a mixture of like not being able to really get photo shoots right now because of the whole COVID. Um, but it's, but it's majority of just like, wanted to make sure that I really put a collection of pictures that I really like and that I really think represent me that I can mm. share with everybody else. And it's funny because I, I, I have a post dropping tomorrow. Uh, so you'll finally see a, another picture and I'll probably delete the other two and then just start fresh with, with that. But uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, you know, I was asking, do, do you literally have to delete each your archive one at a time or is there a way to do it as in bulk? No, you have to go one at a time. Ah! <laughs> Fuck it. I'm not doing that. But I didn't have that many photos to begin with. Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe 50, 50 yeah. to 100 photos. At yeah. Yeah. But, but like, anyway, you know, so why, why I brought up your Instagram was that before you put it, you know, took the photos down, um, you travel to a number of places. So why, like, how did you get the travel bug and like, where are some of the places you went to and what were some of the experiences you had there? Definitely. So, um, you can actually still see them. If you look at the top, I have them labeled by the country and my profile oh. is open so you can see it. So you can still see from each, um, collection of each country I went to, uh, but where essentially it came from, it all started uh, well, the first time I ever left the country was uh, I was 21 and I went to Las Vegas and I went on a bachelor uh, party with my with my cousin and my uncles. And that was that was pretty fun. That was a good experience. And then I didn't travel again until 2017. And I went to Mexico, Cancun and Belize uh, and Belize City, which was which is incredible, amazing places. Uh, and then um, I've met a lot of different people at in university. Um, but one of my closest friends, he's actually Bosnian. Um, and you know, we connected and, and he's like a brother to me now. And, uh, he's actually in Halifax here now living. And, um, he was going to go back home to visit. And he said, you know, they have a thing called, uh, this Eurorail pass where you, you, you sign up and you pay like maybe a couple hundred dollars and you get to go for multiple days out of the, out of the month, uh, unlimited on a train. Um, so we thought it'd be a cool idea, um, to, to, to essentially do that. Um, so we started off, well, he doesn't have a passport to get in the UK cause he's Bosnian. So he had to go to Iceland, but I went to London, 
But then we both met up in Amsterdam and we were there for 2018, 2018 Amsterdam King's Day, which was just a few days ago, if you if you know about that kind of stuff. And that was a fantastic, uh, fun time. And then we essentially went on the train from there down to Germany and we spent a day in Berlin. Still to this day, Israel is the most steps I've ever walked in my whole entire life. I walked the whole... <laughs> What 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 got you what like what what led to all the steps you had in Berlin? Well, well, the thing was with this year real pass is you know our ultimate goal was to get to Belgrade, which is in um, Serbia, because then in Belgrade we could have drove from Belgrade to Sarajevo, where he's from in Bosnia. So the whole idea was to kind of go around these different countries as we went. And when we got in Berlin, you know, we knew Berlin was a significant, you know, city where, you know, with the with the wall and, and all the stuff that's happened there that we really wanted to try to get as much as we could see in the city. Um, mm. I'll share with you. Well, you can you can go and see it in the country and, and there. But uh, when we first arrived, it was 7 a.m. in the morning and, and all the streets were bare. And it was crazy because by the time we got back to uh, leave to go get the train because at that point we went to Prague in uh, Czech Republic, which we can get to next. Um, so many people were around. It was like, wow, like there's millions of people on these streets. Where were they? And this is obviously pre-COVID times, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, it's yeah. so weird talking about it because it's like, oh. Right, man, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we walked all the whole city, got some food. We fell asleep at a random park. Um for like like there was two separate separate hammocks and we just like fell asleep there and then we we woke up and we're like whoa like man where so then we went to we got on the train and overnight we went to Prague um and I'll get into that story cuz this is a good segue actually and this is probably the craziest story but um so that night we we went to uh Berlin when we were in Berlin and we were getting the train to go to Prague uh the lady who was selling us the tickets told us that we should she was really hesitant she was really hesitant to, to tell us to take this particular route of travel, but we knew that it would save us a lot of time and we would get to Prague in the morning early enough where we can kind of enjoy the day like we did in Berlin. Um, mm. But the problem was we didn't know we were going to get stuck in this little city or town. I don't know what you want to call it called Dichin in Czech Republic. And this was a very dangerous kind of place to get stuck at, especially at three o'clock in the morning, knowing wow. you can't go till six in the morning when the train departs. So essentially Ooh. we were there for three hours at this random, um, you know, train station in Dichin, Czech Republic, if you want to look it up. And I've never been more scared in my life because <laughs> I'm with my buddy, uh, Addy is his name, and he speaks Bosnian, which... If you can speak Bosnian, you can speak Croatian and Serbian because it's all the same kind of language. It's just different dialect and stuff. But he doesn't know what they're saying. So he, we're looking around and I'm I'm like, read this, read this. He's like, I don't know, bro. I cannot read this. I don't know. It. I'm like, what do you mean you can't read it? Like, so <laughs> we were like the blind leading the blind. And uh, <laughs> there was nothing we could do. Essentially, we had to stay put until um, the morning and there was one point where we went outside just to get some fresh air mm. and there was like a bar down the street that you could see. And then there was a sketchy character guy that came up to us and he had a gold chain, like one of those fake gold chains, but you could tell he just wasn't playing with a full deck. And <laughs> here I am being approached by this guy and he's speaking, you know, check to Addy and Addy doesn't know what he's saying. He's speaking Bosnian. <laughs> it sounds like they're speaking the same language, but again, and again, I'm not trying to be ignorant, but they're speaking the same language, talking to each other. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't know what I'm just, you know, getting ready for whatever. And I could see that the, the conversation was escalating to a point where I was like, Oh, you know, but apparently I found out afterwards he was saying, you know, can we, you know, you come with us. We will come with me and my buddies. Uh, we have a bar down there. We'll put your, your luggage and, you know, come drink with us. And, and then when my buddy Addy was kind of saying like, no, he essentially was getting aggressive. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, Israel, out of nowhere, he, he, he pulls out this, this pendant and it had the Nazi symbol and he puts it close to my face and was like, you see this, you know what this is? And all I could think of was like how, you know, my black grandmother was like, you better not go in any weird, sketchy places. You better make sure you come home. Like she was very adamant. And I was like, right, right, I gotta right. do whatever I got to do to make sure I get back to Canada alive. <laughs> and well, so at that point, Addie was like, I was ready to go, but 
I didn't know, like, again, we're in a random, you know, station, you know, I, I could tell by my buddy Addy's demeanor that, you know, just come back in the station, you know, just ignore it, let it go. It's not worth it, especially you don't know your surroundings, you know. Um, so we went back inside. And at this point, some security guys and the security guys there carry guns, believe it or not. Like, that's how serious it is in this this place. Um, and they came in and they said they didn't know very little English. You know, we're mm-hmm. starving at this point. There's no canteen. There's no food. There's there's no internet. There's there's no internet and no reception. So I couldn't even send a last message out. To be, I took some videos and I, I'll, I'll share them after. Like I took some videos and stuff after the whole ordeal. But uh, yeah. the security guy said, I'm going to lock you guys in here for the night now because it's not safe for you guys. And wow. we were like, okay. So sure enough, <laughs> sure enough, they lo- he locked us in there. About 20 minutes past Israel. Yeah. All of a sudden you start hearing bang, 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 bang. We look at the, the window. There's like five of them now. And they're like, come on, open the door, open the door. They're trying to get in. And I'm just like trying not to look, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm nervous as as fuck. You know, I'm sorry if Mm. I can, I don't know if I can swear. I heard you. Yeah, yes, you can. Okay. So I'm nervous as fuck. And I'm sitting there like, what is going to happen? Like, so I'm thinking about what do I have with me that I can protect myself with? So my buddy Addy, he had a tripod. So he had this big old long tripod. He could use that if he needed to. So I'm like, what do I have? I had a tuna i had a tuna a top of a tuna lid that i folded in half and made a shiv and then i had a uh i had a plastic i swear to god i'll send you all this after to verify because i don't bullshit i'll tell fact stories i had it i had uh floss that i tied the the lid of the tuna can to this plastic uh knife that i had and i had a shiv and i was like if they if they somehow get in here I'm protecting myself. And no, the thing is, I was looking at different like places. Like, you know, is there like a place where I can, you know, climb up the wall? Like, (laughs) it was crazy. It was absurd. I'm telling you to this day, there's only been a few times I've been that scared in my life. And then finally, I don't know what happens. Like, I'm I'm sitting on the chair like this, dozing in and out, you know, like remembering, oh, yeah, this is my reality. Going back to sleep. (laughs) This is my reality. Going back to sleep. Until four o'clock in the morning, finally the security comes back, unlocks the door. They're walking around. As soon as security comes, I'm I'm in and out. I I I see the guys come in because the security's there, so they can come in now. And then they just walk by as quick. And I'm I had this this I had this shiv like this, like just waiting to see if he's gonna do that. Nothing. Sure enough, they were like, "You can board now." To the. Oh man, I got on that. And then the next morning when we were in, um, oh, I, sorry, I lied. The chin is in Germany, but it's on the border of Germany and Czech, uh, Czech Republic. So okay. I wasn't technically in Czech Republic, but I was on a border of Germany and Te- Czech Republic. And it just so happened that that place was very like stuck back in, you know, the 1940s. But I survived. I survived it. And I'll just put another funny story on that on top of it. So there was yeah. actually one more incident in, in Dubrovnik, Croatia where something similar happened. But mm. I, at that point, I already got punked off. I felt like in, in the chin, I was ready to go in Czech Republic. So that story. <laughs> was... So that story very quick, Israel was um, we're in Dubrovnik and it, it's, it looks like um, it, it's really like uh, old and like medieval type, you know, there's lots of stones and stuff. And it's a really romantic place, believe it or not, if you're ever to go with, you know, with your partner or whatever. But uh, so here's me and Addy walking on the streets and we see this, this, this sketchy looking guy. And at the time he's like talking to this tourist that has like literally like the hiking canes, like the most soft guy you could ever imagine. Like I felt so bad. And he was, he, he said something to him and he was like, you get going or you not, you don't be here. I don't know. He was saying something to him. And I, and I said to Addy, I was like, look, I was like, man, I'm not playing none of that. I was like, if someone like that comes up here, I was like, I, I, I took it into chin. You know, I let buddy punk me off, but I'm I, like, we're at the end of, we're at the end of my, our travels now. You know, I, I, my, my patience is very thin for disrespect, you know? And he's like, no, bro, don't worry. Nothing will happen. So I'm like, okay. So, um, sure enough. 30 minutes later, Israel, we're walking at this place. We're looking for somewhere just to sit down and have a beer. This guy is walking towards us and he's looking to make it eye contact with us. And, you know, here I am, you know, I got pride. So I'm looking at him, but not in a way where I'm looking for trouble, but looking at him like, you know, like I dare you to say something. 
And sure enough, this motherfucker is like, what? what? Will you say something? And he knows the same language as Addy, my buddy I'm with. So this is a good one. So like they know what they're saying to each other. So I felt more safe. I felt like, mm. you know, Addy will know what's up. So he's like, you say something? I was like, I was like, I was like, who the fuck are you talking to? I was like, look, I, I'm not with, I'm like, I'm not letting you punk me off. I was like, if you want to do something, like put your hands up and fight. And, and then he, he, I could tell he was thrown off. He was like, oh shit. Like this, this guy just went from zero to hundred real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, but he didn't know my trials and tri- tribulations that led to right. that. Right. So right. Um, anyways, he, he ends up seeing someone else that he knows that he yells out to and says, Hey, I guess he was saying in his language, like, Hey, like these two guys aren't from here. They're from Canada. Like, come let's fight them da 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 and the other guy who honestly like he was as big he, so he was big like my buddy Addy's big my buddy Addy's like six four six five this guy so it would have been a good two on two bra if it would have got to that so low key I was kind of buddy was like no like th- like you know leave them alone da 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 so buddy just kind of like hmm and walked off you know what I mean so nothing happened which I was kind of happy for because at the end of the day again you don't know your surroundings you're out there traveling you know Pride was on the line clearly, and it was just one of those things where it's really not worth it. You don't want to get caught up in another country where you're not from and end up in jail, and then you know God knows what could happen to you. So, to anybody out there, man, just you know, if you're in a country and whether it be Dominican, Cuba, you know, Czech Republic, the Chin, you know, just be cautious and know your surroundings and just be safe. The Chin, man, are you writing a book? You should write a fucking book. Yeah, yeah, you should. You should be like, you should write about how how long did you guys travel for for this trip? This this all happened over three weeks. We spent more majority of the time in Dubrovnik. Um, but just to, to name off the places, so Amsterdam, uh, Berlin, uh, Prague. We spent like a few hours in uh, Hungary, which was really cool. Um, but like not too long there. Um, I was in uh, Bel- uh, Belgrade, which is in Serbia. Um, and I was in Sarajevo, which is in Bosnia, and I was in Dubrovnik, which was in Croatia, and Split, which was in Croatia. And then I went back and went to uh, Zagreb, which is in Croatia, which is in the... So I went to all the major places in, in Croatia, which was kind of cool. Mm. <clears throat> where did you... So, like, where did you fly from uh, to get home? So what I did was I'm I'm one of those people I love the cheap deals you know what I mean like uh, so I I there's like a website I can't remember it right off the hand if it comes to me but basically it, it searches all like the listings to find like the best um, you know cheapest route so to fly there I went from I went from um, Halifax Toronto Toronto uh, London and then of course London to Amsterdam and then took the trail all the way to Split so I flew back from Split to Germany Frankfurt. And then, luckily, Germany Frankfurt has the direct flight from there to Halifax. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, uh, dude. I'm serious. You should really write a book. That's a that's a story. That's a that's a story. Cause like, um, you know, you have that experience. You come home, <clears throat> and like, what have you been modeling by then, or like that was before? So that was right kind of when mo- so modeling started happening in February of January, February of 2018. This mm. trip was the end of April uh, to May 2018. So actually, oh. in that particular time, I was doing a lot of work with East Coast Lifestyle and shooting with them a lot because my good mm. buddy Troy was really popping off. It was really going well with that. So I was fortunate enough to have, you know, Alex give me a few things, a few items that I brought away with me to get some, you know, some content and stuff. Cause I, again, I was just starting off. I was just really getting my feet wet, you know, figuring out what, you know, what the whole modeling scene had to offer. And then when I got back from the trip um, is when I signed with Sully Productions Management. And that's who the agency that I'm with now. Yeah. So I guess how's the modeling journey been so far? What do you like about it? Are there any things you don't like about it? Um, so, I, I mean, I've been loving the journey so far. Like, right now, obviously, it's a stagnant time. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just happy where everything kind of worked out with, you know, me being a part of uh, Solely Productions Management because I did try to get into to NUMA. Well, I, I mean, I, I tried to get into NUMA. I reached out to City Models, and I didn't hear anything. So um, I was very fortunate, and I'll give him a shout-out right now, Adam O'Brien. Um, he's a photographer. Uh, he's a really good photographer. He's the one that uh, I shot with him. Uh, once and he re- recommended uh, solely 
And he was like, do you want to reach out to her? You know, she specializes in diverse, you know, models and people of color and, and, and all that different, you know. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I reached out to Letha. She was very receptive. And, and you know, she's been a very strong ally ever since. And, you know, she, mm -hmm. I look at her as like a, a mentor. I look at her as a role model. I looked at her as an agent. I looked at her as a friend. You know, I look at her as a strong black woman. You know, I she's just she's awesome. So um, I was very fortunate for, for that all coming together. Um, what I like the most about it is that our team particularly particularly we're so diverse and we're we all want the same thing and that's essentially to be the best versions of our, ourselves creatively through acting and modeling and you know to support one another so that we're all on a global scale essentially all nova scotia because at the end of the day like i get so angry because i feel like sometimes people get into the competition mindset thinking that you know if some person makes it i can't make it or you know i gotta get this gig and the other person can't and i'm a i'm an abundance mindset type of person so I feel like if one of us gets it, we should all celebrate. You know what I mean? Mm. Because at the end of the day, on a global scale and then on a universal scale, like we're we're so insignificant, you know. So if any of us can really make a noise, you know, it's just gonna benefit the rest of us. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, no, that's that is true indeed. That is true indeed. Then I guess something, you know, that Solita is amazing. I love everything she's been doing. But why do you think Stupid question. Why do you think um, most companies have issues with like, <clears throat> well, not issues, but have difficulties in selecting models uh, when it comes to people or uh, people of color? I think that it's just it's been it's been that way for so long that that that's ingrained in the industry, essentially. Um, but of course, now it, we're in a beautiful time in in. in in history where, you know, diversity and, you know, being different is starting to get valued more. People, people are knowing that, um, you know, we, they need to see diversity. You know what I mean? You're not going to go one and to purchase a product or to get a service if you're not going to see anybody like yourself. So it, it, mm -hmm. it's almost like it's a message in a way. I think that, so to go answer your question, I think that it's because society has taught us that and it's been that way for a long way. Um, but I can, you know, happily say that I feel like things are, are going in the right direction and that they will continue to change. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the solely production stock price is going to go up, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And then, um, so you did the modeling theme. How do you segue into film? So how it started in the film was, you know, there, there's a website called Hennessy Casting, which is, you know, very fortunate, you know, service that we're able to have through Aaron Hennessy, which is awesome, uh, where, you know, we're able to apply to, you know, different opportunities, background work, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I just kind of started exploring with that. You know, I got in a few episodes background in Digstown and, you know, I really like the idea of, um, you know, be showing up and being your best but also they take really good care of you. You know, I've never been on a set where I haven't been taken care of with respect to, they make sure that you're fed and that, you know, everything's good. You know what I mean? Like with respect to that. So I just think it's, it's and not to mention it, it pays really good, you know, for the amount of work that you, you essentially do not to say that it's not a lot of work, but I mean, like there's worse things that you could be doing, you know? And I feel like, you know, Halifax again is on such a small scale modeling wise that you have to be diverse. You have to get into other avenues you know what i mean like commercials and you know runway all you gotta i feel like you know you have to really get your foot in a little bit of everything and then you'll be able to find what your niche is and mm -hmm. kind of take it from there you know let the universe control it so that's kind of how i got into the whole acting but now i'm really enjoying it because you know i've always you know i i did really well in drama class when i was in high school and i know you're thinking like well, that's drama class that doesn't fucking matter in real life but i think it does because i got it does <laughs> it does it does it does it does you know personally i think every little thing everybody does in their life adds up to where they are right everything that happened to you brought you to where you are now and so like you know everything counts and talking of like you know diversifying let's talk about you carrying all these heavy weights so, so there's the thing is that your body looks great, but you train like you're doing powerlifting. How is that? Like, how is that possible? Because you lift really, really, really heavy weights. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I, I mean, like, there's definitely people that lift a lot more than me. Um, I like the idea of bodybuilding with respect to, like, I like to 
keep the rep range around eight to 12, um, but, but really like slow down that motion and really have a good eccentric uh, motion. And what that means is just like when you're raising it down, um, just because it puts more pressure on the muscle. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed cause I have good genetics with regards to certain things. You know what I mean? I have shitty calves, you know, I can say that proudly, like I, I could work on my calves, but I got a good back and I got strong ass legs. So, you know what I mean? God doesn't give you everything. So I feel like mm. you got to use what, you know, what, what works best for you. You know, I have a really good squat, but my deadlift shit, you know what I mean? My bench could be stronger, you know what I mean? But I got strong ass shoulders. So like, there's just different things, but, uh, so I would say, like, I, I really just try to stay, like, lean bulk. Um, you know, I try to keep myself around, you know, 185. I'm really trying to – I was really trying to put on a few more pounds before the summer to shred down. But then, you know, the, the cold COVID, the gym shut down. So it kind of it kind of said, like, Ty, you got to start cutting – you got to start, like, you know what I mean, working on your summer body now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, I just, I, I just like to – I've been doing it for, like, as I said, probably a decade now. Uh, but not as serious as, you know, within the last, I'd say, a year. Last mm. year, I got real serious. I feel like... What changed? COVID. COVID made made me really, like, there was a... No, ser- no, actually, you know what? I was talking about this last night with someone. Um, So 2020 came, mm-hmm. and then my role model, my biggest influence ever is, is Kobe Bryant. He passed away tragically, him and his daughter. Right. And um, that really messed me up, Israel, like, you know, I was really, I got really sick. You know what I mean? Like I got like, I got like the flu. I like to think I had COVID way back when, when it wasn't popular, like, but all jokes aside, I, I did get sick and, you know, I just wasn't happy. I was, I was devastated what happened, you know, like the, my two biggest heroes is Kobe, was Kobe Bryant and, and my grandfather and he's gone now. He passed away in 2018. So it was just like kind of a realization that like, you know, you, you're all you got now. Like you, this is, it's time. It's, it's time for you to grow up. It's time for you to really you know, um, you know, stop fucking around essentially. So I, I, I had to look at a lot of things in my life I wasn't really happy with. And I had to really look in the mirror and, and, and try to, you know, imagine, which is very hard to do, you know, the man I want to be and, and how I want to see myself in the future. So I guess that that happened. And, uh, and then I, you know, I turned 28 at the time, um, and you know COVID happened so then that even more amplified what you know what i mean i was really in my own thoughts and then i started getting in the habit of listening to and this is just a fun fact for people but i like listening to people tell stories of prison stories and stuff but when i when i say that i I mean like i like hearing people like wes watson and there's jay williams us of life like those are a couple youtubers i like listening to but i like hearing about like you know, them going through such these tough times, but then being able to take the positive of it and then take that time to really teach people like there's different ways and different paths you can go to. So I really find pleasure in that. And and it's crazy. Like I started reading, you know, I always read as a kid, but not really mm-hmm. seriously. I started running. I was in cross country when I was in elementary and junior high. So it's it's crazy how life works because I feel like when you're born, you know, what you're, you're, you know, you're, you're a kid, you can't express it, but you know what you're supposed to do on this earth, or at least I feel like you do. And then what happens is you grow up and depending on who your parents are, depending on the environment you have, depending on all these different external factors, it either pushes you closer to where you need to be, or it pushes you away from where you need to be. And I feel like, you know, COVID really put me back down centered so I could really find out who it is. And I like, like, if you would have asked me five years ago or 10 years ago, you know, would I be reading a book a week? I'd be like, fuck no. You know what I mean? I don't do that. Like, you know what I mean? But now you ask me now, my favorite thing to do is to go down to Afroville, sit in my car and read. And, and I just, I like the personal development books. I like self-help books. I like anything that's going to give me some type of knowledge that I can try to ingrain in myself and to pass it on to someone that needs to hear it. Mm, mm, mm. You know, um, I think more often than not, it is more away from where you want to be because like as a kid right you're playing you're learning you're doing all these things you are experiencing this amazing place you are in soaking everything in and then you know it's gonna start with small don't do that oh don't hang out with that person and then you go to school and then you are you are the bad kid if you are not doing what is on the school board or if you want to express yourself that's in a way that's different from what is expected in the school then you're the bad kid 
And then you'll be like, okay, so for me to be the good kid, I have to let go of all these things I'm passionate about and then do these things that I don't know I'm supposed to do. And then, you know, you turn 20 and you're like, oh, well, I guess this is what I'm doing now. And then you find that <laughs> one day you're just sitting down like, what the fuck am I doing, man? Like, what the fuck am I doing? And I think it's when you get to that point that you remember that the thing you were you were meant to do or your thing that really brings you joy is that thing you were doing when you were five, right? And when you now start doing that thing again, it's it's like all of a sudden everything just makes sense. And it's like, fuck, I get it now. I get it now. And so, yeah, I, I just, I mean, I don't want to say that parents are bad or, or teachers are bad or whatever, but like sometimes it can't be, man. I, I think, the, you know, they should just allow kids be kids for as long as possible right right but anyway i don't have kids so i don't i don't know what i'm talking about but i don't really think you know people should let kids be kids yeah i think you made a really good point because you you talk about how you know the the parents and the the, the teachers and the influence you know the coaches or whoever they are they're the ones that are you know interacting with these students so they're essentially ingraining the beliefs into the students and we know how strong beliefs are so if you're gonna believe i'm a you're gonna believe you're a bad kid you're gonna believe that you're only good at doing this one thing you're gonna believe that you're bad at doing other things you know just as well as i knew that that's very powerful shit and you know mm -hmm. if you believe that you know and you continue to believe that over time as you get older that's going to be harder habit to break you know mm -hmm. what i mean like i know i'm not a morning person you know what i mean but you know i stopped going away and saying I'm just not a morning person to, I struggle with waking up in the morning, but I'm going to work on that. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta, and I love books because you, again, you learn all this shit, but like when you start having these kind of conversations with yourself, your whole life's going to improve because again, like you are what you say, you know what I mean? And I, I, I just so many fucking dimes I could just throw out, like, you know what I mean? Like another one, like don't get involved in a conversation unless it's providing value to you or unless you're passionate about it. You know what I mean? Like there, you know, there's certain, there's so many different quotes that I could just, you know, spit out and stuff. But, uh, no, I love that you said that because I, I feel no, like that's true. So, so, you know, like you are, you're, you started going on this journey. I mean, like something, visceral as losing someone that important to you kind of shook you to your corns like okay what the fuck am i doing right and then you get on this path um how has the path been so far for you that's a really good question so it's it's definitely bumpy you know there's times there's days where i wake up and i'm not as on point as i'd like to be and you know i feel like i'm hard on myself but i you know this is it's a marathon not a race so i feel like if every day i can just take you know one area and and really make sure that it was better than the other day if i could if i slack a little bit in that area then i'll just make sure by the next day i'm on point um so it's definitely hard it's definitely hard israel because i mean it's really easy to to get down on yourself and be like you know what the fuck but then you know when you take a step back and you look how far you came you know you gotta you gotta be nice on yourself but i'm one of those person like you can't really be nice to yourself all the time you got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and and, and say the raw shit like you know what i mean and you, that that kind of gives you more of a sense of urgency whereas you say you know what well you know you're not you've never been good at that or no one taught you how to do that like that's the wrong mindset to have you know what i mean you got to take full responsibility so you know you're going on this journey and, and something you've mentioned a lot a couple of times is the mindset 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 uh and i'm like okay about, apart from the books you're reading what what kind of mindset are you on now and what things are you doing to maintain and improve that mindset yeah so so it's, it's a, this is a really good question again i love these questions um so i don't know if anybody's in astrology i i tend to think astrology there's some benefits in astrology you know whether you like it or not um i'm a pisces i'm a true pisces i'm a pisces moon and a pisces sun and a scorpio rising just for those folks i want to know so um what that means essentially is like i'm a very uh like i can feel things you know i'm very um intuitive with respect to you know i can feel how other people feel um you know which is good and bad you know what i mean so it's it's one of those things where you know you're gonna know who you are you know on a ground level to be able to cope with this world so where i'm going with this essentially is i know that i'm a sensitive emotional type of guy you know what i mean i know that 
there's certain things with respect to my personality traits that I got to work on. So what I did was I discovered, you know, philosophy in a way where there's stoicism specifically, which looks at temperance, justice, courage, and wisdom are the four pillars. So I, I like to look at that as something that keeps me grounded because that philosophy is a very grounded philosophy, or at least in my opinion, you know, if you want to do some research on it yourself. Um, mm. So I feel like that allows me to, work on some of i don't want to say weaknesses but some of my focal points that i could improve again you know being sensitive and emotional you know i feel like that kind of keeps me more rational mm. and more you know uh level-headed you know what i mean it gives me some of that earth that earth uh sign you know what i mean it gives me some ground grounding that i that i lack you know just in who i am and how i am as a person so i feel like again it goes down to knowing who you are and trying to find you know, things that make sense to you that are going to complement with the person you're trying to be and, you know, essentially what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it is, it is not like you said, it's not an easy path. Um, it is difficult. It is not for everyone. Uh, I mean, I think everyone should get on the path because it is good for you, but it's also not for everyone because, you know, not everyone is going to be willing to put in the work. However, because it's difficult, there are times when you're not in the mood to put in the work. What keeps you going at that point? Yeah, so essentially, uh, obviously, there's going to be times where you don't want to do stuff and, and, and it gets really difficult. Um, but that's why it's so important to do the early work. And when I say that early work is the early work is knowing who you are, looking at all the things you've been through, looking at, um, you know, the the person that you developed into being and starting with why you want to do what you, you want to do. And, and you know, I don't want to bring books into it, but I got start with why right beside me is one of the, a really good book. But essentially, you know, you're going to you're going to face adversity. You're going to face tough times. And in those tough times, you really got to rely on two things. You got to rely on um, why you're doing it. You know what I mean? Whether that be, you know, you're a family person or you're doing it because you want to doubt the haters or whatever the reason is, your why has to be strong enough. But your why has to be outside of yourself. You can't your why can't be for yourself because if it's for yourself, you're going to give up. But if you're wise for your grandparents, if you're wise for your sister, if you're wise for your daughter or son, you're not you're you're going to be more inclined to keep going as opposed to you know not caring about yourself because you can feel great about yourself one day and shitty about yourself the next. But you know yeah. with the love that you have for a family member, regardless if you're mad at that person or not, that that shit doesn't go anywhere. So I think you got to really start with the why and have that deep foundation in knowing why. But then you got to put in work so that. You know, and I'm going to quote David Goggins on this because he's the man, but you got to stack up your cookies for the cookie jar. So essentially that means, you know, you got to do the work, you know, you wake up 6 a.m. on Monday, you know, but you didn't wake up Tuesday on Wednesday. You're like, fuck, like, you know, well, you did wake up one day this week. So use that. You have that fuel in the tank to push you to the next day to push you to the next day. So you got to essentially do the work and, you know, count the work and reflect on the work to keep you going. So two things, your why got to be really deep. You got to know what it is you're trying to accomplish and be strong with it. And you got to do the work essentially so that you can keep building on the work that instills the consistency and can. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, being stoic, I guess, why should not for everyone again, but for people that might be interested, what are some things they can do to get on the part of being stoic? Um, so as I said in, in the beginning, the, the four temperaments, uh, which is the justice, the, uh, you know, the temperance, uh, the courage, discipline and wisdom. Um, I think I said an extra one there, but what you can start with, you know, is doing something that you don't want to do each day. So, you know, one of the really, you know, common themes in stoicism is suffering. Suffering is inevitable. You know, you're going to suffer. The problem is, are you, are you going to complain or are you just going to suffer? and know that you know it's for a greater purpose so i think one of the biggest things like for instance someone like me i don't like cold water so back when the gyms was open i would take a cold shower for two minutes <laughs> right out there. yeah i yeah, can't feel it now oh no yeah so i i would do that just as something that i didn't want to do you know what i mean like yesterday i didn't want to run three miles i was tired but i did it so i just feel like it's it's one of those things where you really just got to 
you know what I mean? Know in your heart that you have a greater purpose. And, and, and I love what you say, because like, I'm still searching my path to find out, you know, what it is that I'm meant to do in this world. But I, I know that it, it's around helping people for sure. You know, I'm definitely a person that likes to help people and, you know, someone that's, you know, going to be lead by example, but I'm not perfect and I'm working to be where I need to get to. Um, but one of the biggest, you know, one of my biggest quotes that I love to reference back to is like, don't take advice from anybody that is not in a position where you would like to be or has mm -hmm. been, you know what I mean? So, you know, that it, you got to live what you, what you preach, my brother. So like, I can't, I can't be out here, you know, saying I'm a personal trainer and not have, you know, an eight pack and, and be the best of my, I can't be out here, you know what I mean? Saying that I care about, you know, the community when I'm not doing anything in the community. So it's just, you really got to live what you say, you know what I mean? Because, you know what I mean? It, it holds more value when you're, you know what I mean? And leaders do more straight up. You know, there's way more other leaders out there than, that, you know what I mean? That are doing crazy things in this world, even in this city, you know, I'm, I'm nothing, you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm working my way to be, you know, something, someone that someone can look up to and, and, and motivate so that they can bring up the next man or woman or they, or, you know what I mean? It's all about my favorite quote. And, and if you want to close on something like this is, um, create the person that you want to be and admire and that you needed as a child so that you can give him away to the world. Nice. And you got to leave it better than what it was when you found it. Where's that from? That's from, well, I got that from Wes Watson. Um, one of those prison YouTubers I told you about that. I like listening to. He's, uh, mm. he's just a no bullshit type of dude, man. He He's really raw and he's, he swears a lot. And you know, he, uh, <laughs> but it, it, I, I love that, man. I love that message because it, it's so true. You know what I mean? Like, you know, create the man that you admire in every way, just so that you could be, you know, selfless and give him away to the world you know what i mean because mm -hmm. like that's all that that should be your your life goal or you know create the best person you know i don't want to say man but person so you you know you're on this path right you know you're building uh and you don't want to accept it but you know you, you're known you're seen um what ways are you looking at giving back some of these things you've learned yeah, so uh, I appreciate you saying that, but I always stay very humble, very stoic. You know what I mean? Like it's, again, it's not about me. I'm fucking no one compared to the city. I, I, you know what I mean? I do it just because it's what I'm meant to do. But uh, I guess what I want to, what I want to give, you know, to to my city, to my hometown, is I want to give, you know, I want to give everybody someone that you can look up to that knows that he's gonna do everything that he can in his power to, you know what I mean, support you and help you so that you can find out where you belong and where you want to be placed in the world so that you can provide the next value for the next person and next person. And, and you know what I mean? So I really want to be a role model uh, in every regards to that kind of respect. And what, like, what ways are you doing that? Like, are you doing, like, will you have a school or something, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah, sorry, the the dogs just busted in my room, so I just had to get them out of there very quick. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm a strong believer that everything happens for a reason and, you know, fate's something that you can't really get out of. Um, mm. I was fortunate enough to join NSCC back in December of 2018, and I was in admissions. And I'm still in admissions right now, but I had the opportunity to be in a role as a student service advisor. But I specialize as African cultural support. So I looked after the black students in at the Pictou campus for four months. And I had such a fantastic time in that role because essentially I could practice what I preach in a way where I could be that advisor, that person, you know, that could support students that will support them in every way I can so that they can be the best version of themselves. So and not only could I do it for students, but I could do it for black students in my, you know what I mean, in my in my province. So it was very passionate for me. You know what I mean? My goal is to essentially show people that, you know, you could obviously take two paths. You know what I mean? You could go the path where everybody else is going or you could be the lone, you know, um, ranger and, and go your own path and create your own legacy. But you don't have to look over your shoulder. You know what I mean? And you could just live life and and be a good you know, person and someone that I look up to, I don't know if you know who he is, but is, is Danny Stone. He's came in and did a couple presentations at uh, NSCC and he preaches the same, the same stuff. He's an author. He has his own podcast. He, he's, he's an awesome person, but again, mm -hmm. he's another, you know, person that I can look up to so that I can try to aspire to be like, you know what I mean? And 
and then hopefully one day someone can see me in that regard. So um, I did a uh, I did an event back in February for Black History Month called Ask a Black Entrepreneur, where I got Salitha, uh, Trev, and Barbara Roberts, who has a um, a, a brand. I'm just trying to think like clothing accessories kind of stuff like that and you know i ask them engaging questions you know like what are some difficulties that you face being you know a black entrepreneur how do you overcome these challenges what do you mm-hmm. what advice can you give students who are looking to you know make their dream a reality but just don't have the time so I, that was just one project that i that i had the chance of running in the four months i mean it did go like that but i'm hoping to get back and advising again so that i can run more uh, events like that and that was actually external events so that was open to anybody mm. anybody that had uh, access to internet and um mm. you know it wasn't just for the black students i created it around that because it was black history month of course yeah um but you know i just want to do stuff like that you know i have a i i definitely want to look at doing you know some type of mentorship where you know i have a idea you know in the works that behind the scenes it's called real models um you know but it's same real models like uh you know you're cuz it it's like a double entendre in a way cuz like I'm a real model but I'm a I want to be a real model like a real model citizen someone you can look up to so that kind of stuff is in the works um I haven't to be honest I haven't put much work into that as of late but I again it's discipline I got to go look at that and and really put something to to play but it's in, it's in my mind and it's it's there and it's I'm yeah. I'm going to launch it when when the time's right you know what I mean mm. but definitely some type of mentorship program for um young black youth so that they can you know or any youth you know what i mean like i i want the focus to be black yes of course because that's who i am in my soul and my heart and that's what i i'm passionate for but at the end of the day i'm a human being and i care about every human so it's for anybody who wants to take advantage of it you know what i mean as something yeah. that you can look up to for mentorship you know i feel like now that i'm in the educational sector especially with a fantastic organization like nscc I have so many connections. There's so many jobs out there. I feel like I can link people up with, you know what I mean? I can I'll I want to be able to go sit down with junior high school kids or high school kids and just say what it is that you want. What what do you want? Oh, you don't know? Okay, that's fine. You know, majority of them are going to not know what they want, but then I want to have things in place where they can experiment and try different things so that they can say, "You know what, Ty? I think I like doing this." And then I'll say, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to hook you up with someone that's been in that field for 15 years so you can connect with them and you can ask them some questions you can be real with them you know what i mean you can you can really find out you know if that's what you want to do so if yeah. i can do something like that is real you got me so pat you got me fired up now bro <laughs> okay uh fantasy it's always a nice time chatting with you and then i should have ended it without cool but i i think i have a better way i want to end the show so you know when people set up like an instagram page or whatever you know it's like their name or like their nickname or their brand or company or whatever but like you know your your you know you have the solely models ones like that's modeling but the two that stands out is like your personal one all things in time and then like the one for personal training like you know more with energy They are like really, really powerful phrases that you put together, right? Why did you decide to use those names? That's that's how I think I want to end the show. Well, Israel, my brother, I'm so happy that you you see you see that you know that it's just not a, 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 a IG handle. I'm I'm glad that you can see the deeper meaning behind it. Um, so my old name um, that I had was um, I had I am Tyree. So I did have it as that originally. um uh, but then i made the 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 decision that i wanted to switch it up and uh and switch it to all things in time and the whole idea behind all things in time are you you're still there can you hear me yeah i'm right here okay yeah. it froze for a bit so i was scared i was like man i don't want to have to say all this shit again <laughs> yeah 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 okay yeah so go yeah so essentially i came up with the name all things in time um because i was really thinking one day you know like and this was actually ironically this and again it's crazy to think about it in retrospect but this was before i did all the self you know i had all things in time for for like at least 3 or 4 years now but even back then i knew that all things are possible in time you just got to give it time you just have to be patient so the whole idea around that was you know just to be patient and to know that all things will happen in in due time you know what i mean i could have had it in due time i could put the name as that too um so i guess that that was the concept and then 
you know, all my good ideas come to me right before bed. Ironically, I'm laying in bed and I was, I always wanted to be a personal trainer um, just because I always felt like I was blessed genetic wise. And I felt like I had that push to give to people. So I might as well get paid for something that I, that I'm passionate or that I'm good at. So when I was thinking about a name for the, for my handle, I was like, what's something really powerful that, 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 you know, might go over some people's heads, but to me and, you know, wise men like yourself who are going to know what that means. And I thought, you know, well, all things in time, but you get more, you get more things with energy. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, a lot of people think that the most valuable thing in this world is time. And although I do agree that it is one of the more valuable things, but I think energy essentially is the most valuable thing in, in, in this whole entire universe because without it, nothing goes. And without it, your time's wasted. So there's no point of having all the time in the world if your time's wasted. And that kind of goes back to my whole idea of more with energy because I feel that you can get more with energy. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? If you if you go put good energy out in the world, you're going to get that good energy back. If you go... Um, you say I'm just starting to go to sleep right now. If I go do ten push-ups, I'm do I'm I'm creating energy. I'm gonna bring myself back to life. So I just think that the name is so powerful because, you know, it it shows people that they can get more out of energy, and if they just put more energy into things, you know, all things can happen in time. Dude, man. So thank you first for coming to the sanctuary, and thank you for hanging with that. But like, you know, I guess we 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 have to decide like what are you gonna call the show? Are you gonna call it the more with time show or the all things in time show? It has to be one of the two. Oh man. Uh probably all things in time, because I mean I'm still that's what I'm obviously most known on right now, still, like with my yeah. my handle. But uh I think my more with energy accounts pushing 77 followers i mean i'm not i'm not counting or anything but i mean it's slowly it's slowly creeping up there but i feel like the more exposure that i get and you know stuff and i really haven't pushed it that much yet i mean what i'm really focused on israel right now my brother is building up that consistency and doing the shit that i don't want to do so that when it's time to do it and i got my certification and i got my clients and stuff mm. I can, it's, it's going to be easier transition. So now I'm recording my workout shit. I don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like I'm not doing it. I, well, I am doing it for people to see, but I'm doing it so that I can instill that habit. Cause again, one of the best books I just read was, uh, atomic habit. I really recommend, I want to recommend some books on here right quick. Um, start with why yeah, and go, go start, for it. start with why and atomic habit and seven effective ways of, uh, seven habits to build effective ways by steve coming uh seven effective ways i can't remember the name right now but if if you look it up seven effective ways you'll find it effective habits um but i just find that um books are so powerful man they're 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 again man i, I don't want to be a nerd too much but fuck it i'll, I'll nerd it out right now um they just carry so much knowledge and it just saves you so much time you know what i mean because yeah. at the end of the day all things in time but you don't have all the time if you get what mm. I'm saying. So you got to learn it from, from people, mistakes, lessons, whatever, stories. That's why I love stories and storytelling is so powerful. So mm -hmm. I appreciate you allowing me to tell that story about the chin, you know? The Germany. chin, the chin. Oh my God. You should really write a book, man. You should really write a book about the chin. Dude, Tyree, thank you so much for coming to the sanctuary and for sharing all you've done. Um, I can't wait to see more about what you're going to do with more with energy and all things in time. And, and like, you know, the new set of photos you're going to have on that, on that Instagram. Well, I don't want to put the expectation on the photos too high. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, it's not, nothing going to blow people out their seats too much. It's more so just a collection of, of stuff. But, uh, I really appreciate you having me on the show, Israel. Like you said in the beginning, we've been trying to do this for so, so long and it was, you know, mostly my fault on that. So I apologize. I'm just very thankful that you did give me opportunity to come on and be on your show because, you know, I, you know, support you hundred percent brother. I love what you're doing. You're consistent. You know what I mean? You're real. You've had a lot of really good people on your show that, you know, I really look up to and that I respect. So I appreciate it, my brother. And I look forward to the next time we can kind of come on here and chop it up. Thanks, Tyree. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, brother.